What is going on, everybody? This is the Man with the Plan podcast, episode 58, the Superfan series. Nick Reed and Addison Vinatelli, they make their debut on the podcast. Two very outspoken Cowboys fans, two great friends of the show. They are very funny. I was laughing the entire time during the interview. In some spots, the audio will cut out. The connection wasn't as great in some areas, but still, the content is there. It's exciting. It's funny. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. I want you guys to enjoy it. Be on the lookout for a potential vlog. For the Patriots-Falcons game, I'm going tomorrow. I'm super excited about it. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Reed and Addison Vinatelli. Hope you guys enjoy. We're glad to have you in. My name is Grayson Mann. This is the Man with the Plan podcast, episode 58. Guys, you have heard the Superfan series. It is returning. It is back. Today, I bring in the two superfans that I know, Cowboys. Now, I understand Cowboys. You hear that and you're like, oh, no, what's going to happen? These guys are great, close friends of mine, close friends of the show. Addison Vinatelli, who's a student at Clemson University, and Nick Reed, who isn't pictured but is still here in spirit, a, a student at South Carolina State, along with his smoke detector, joining us to bring in their opinions as well. Guys, how are you doing? Doing good. Ready to talk pre- about how Dak is top five, baby. <laughs> it's pretty wavy, bro. I got I to gotta defend my boy Z because too many people have been slandering him recently. Facts. We're going to get into all that. So I just want to start with this season. I'll let uh, Addison take the floor on this one first. Uh, compare this season to last one, because last one, obviously, Dak Prescott went out early. It was very t- tumultuous. You add Dan Quinn in the offseason. You add Micah Parsons. You had a lot of these new pieces. How does this season feel? It feels like almost a breath of fresh air. And it, now you're 7-2. and two. It feels like you guys are top of the NFC. Just take me through this season. It's been um, amazing to watch, honestly. Uh, Especially, you know, all the eight and eight years. Um, then our one 2016, 13 and three year losing to Aaron Rodgers in the second round, of course. And then um, and then of course last year was just just terrible to watch. <laughs> it was just terrible. And then for this this year, it's just it it has been like you like you said, a breath of fresh air. It's been it's been a lot of fun to watch, definitely. What you got Nick. See, now I will admit I was I was not expecting the massive turnaround on this season because you know after last year our defense is one of the worst in nfl history you lose dak prescott i assume we're i literally said in the group chat we're winning six games this year and the only reason we win those six is because dak can keep us in the game and the defense is just dan quinn did his job like i i'm amazed by it because we can actually hang in games seven and two ignore the broncos game that broncos game didn't happen (laughs) fluke week fluke week week, dude that that's never gonna happen again the jaguars beat the bills it was a fluke week in the nfl exactly dude like that 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 didn't count we we don't count this week everybody's due for stinker but especially when you're a cow when the cowboys lose in that fashion at home there was a couple of questions but i i was talking i think i was talking to you addison about it i was like everybody has a fluke week but like when the cowboys have one they just don't get it not the, the same treatment i guess the national media being america's team all right, we'll get into that. I actually have a question about that Happened. whole statement. But I want to then transition. Nick. Tell me about that Minnesota game. I look at that one as you have Dak Prescott out, and I said, all right, this is going to be where this team, how does this team operate without Dak Prescott? This will be a, a game last year where with no Dak Prescott, this is a blowout. It is an – whoa. Heck. You have an absolute just – the defense collapses. You have Andy Dalton in there. 
How did this Minnesota game, how did it make you feel, especially this new season? It was very indicative of how this year's gone. It's been very efficient. How did that game feel to you, Cooper Rush's performance? Just walk me through that. And Addison, if Nick's not going to respond, you can go and take it. Oh, uh, dude. Okay. My mic wouldn't on mute. My mic wouldn't on mute. Okay. So, so I will say I had scratched this game essentially because Kirk Cousins has not been playing bad football up until very recently. Like everyone's talking about who was a dark horse MVP candidate. Their defense didn't look that bad. There's Justin Jefferson. Like, I'm sold on Trayvon Diggs, but I'm not sold on the rest of the people. Like, you know, there's Adam Thielen, Trayvon, not Trayvon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. There's a lot of people to cover. And then, you know, we go in there. We go into Minnesota at, at Minnesota, too. Like, that was another thing. It wasn't like we were playing at in Dallas. But going into Minnesota with the backup quarterback making his first start, like, it was literally essentially like last year. Because last year we went in and did the exact same thing, but with Andy Dalton instead of Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush threw some iffy balls at the start of the game. But, I mean, look, dude, he clutched up. Like, that, that's Tom Brady, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I, I really credit that win to Mike McCarthy. Uh, the way he was able to bring the team together and just almost, like, make them believe in Cooper Rush and just believe and, like, go out there and play. Um, I think that's a real testament to how, honestly, how good of a coach Mike McCarthy has been. So, I mean, I always say that, like, the fact that he brought last year's team to a 6-10 and 10 record and was like a game, like a win and a, another team's loss from winning the division. So, yeah. And you had um, this Mike McCarthy obviously faces a lot of scrutiny of like the time management, all this other stuff. The way he responded, the way he was able to put that game together and the press conference afterwards, he was like, that's just who Cooper Rush is. And I was like, wow, this really. And I, I said on the show earlier that this was a, a game that Mike McCarthy pretty much said, hey, I'm a good coach. You guys need to take notice. And this year overall, they've been really efficient. They've been getting turnovers on defense. I think with the Minnesota game, it was how does this defense work without having that crutch of Dak Prescott on that offense that's so explosive all the time? It was really interesting to see. And I said that was the game that proved to me that Dallas could compete for a Super Bowl. Now, in terms of that Super Bowl, what do we not want to jinx it? Do we not want to say anything? What do you guys think so far in terms of playoffs and other teams in the NFC? Oh my God, Grayson! When I tell you, I have been—I've been riding my high horse, my high horse, dude. Like we're seven and two. The the one game we lose, I'm fluke week. It was a fluke week. This week was also a fluke week. The Bucks lost to the football team, but what? We we go toe to toe like in a shootout with the reigning Super Bowl champions. Then you know a six game win streak, only to be crushed by Teddy Bridgewater. But that's besides the point. <laughs> back out you know come back out swinging against Atlanta 43-3 like why would I not be sold on this team and I feel like I'm allowed to have the confidence for it it's not like we're yeah. four and five then it's, I'm it's very much valid. it's valid it's very it's not like we're uh they're five and four and they're kind of cruising along and everyone's like this is it no this is a legit team and uh I want to also say uh what is something now you're seven and two a lot of great things have happened both of you guys what do you think what can this team improve on? And either when I could take the floor on this um, one. I think, I think some, I think the O-line uh, for offense, I think everything has been great. If I had to pick one thing, I would say it was the O-line. Um, the O-line has been playing pretty solid, but I think there's different combinations that you should run 
that would be even better. Like Connor McGovern, I mean, Grayson knows. I've been saying this since week <laughs> one, dude. He, the way he was able to fill in for Zach Martin on the very first game of the very, uh, like first game of the season at Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, um, Brady Super Bowl champs. And the way he was able to go in there and hold his own and play amazing, quite frankly, against one of the, probably one of the best, if not the best pass rushing defenses in the NFL. And then the fact you bet, like, you go back to your, your like original O-line, of course, you're going to start Zach Martin, best guard in the NFL. Sorry. But um, uh, I, I mean, Connor Williams and is okay. He has its moments. Um, but Tyler Biotish, I don't even know how to say his name, is ugh. so I would really like, I would really like Harvard Governor to be starting in the O-line, whether that be at center or left guard and you move Carter Williams to center. Either one oh. would be great. And uh, uh, yeah, def- our O-line has been pretty sketchy. Like at Yeah, time. I mean, like it has this, yeah, exactly. It, it has its moments. Like there will be moments where Dak, I mean, Dak has a ton of time to throw and then there will be times where, I mean, I mean, shoot, the, the Denver game. I mean, we were getting, and obviously Tyron Smith is out now. But um, like Dak just had pressure in his face every single time he dropped back. So and for a fifty million dollar contract, Leo Collins has a yeah. I mean, between the PED stuff <laughs> and then coming back and just kind of getting smacked up by Denver, he looked good in, against the Atlanta game, but that's also the Falcons. So I'm gonna put a little chip on his shoulder. I need to see a little more improvement from Leo Collins at right tackle too. All right. All right. So now that we move on to like something like the old line that if it can improve, that it's going to be very hard to stop this Cowboys offense. And even with that offensive line, you're averaging just an insanely like I'm being a Patriots fan. You can see the hat right there. I did. It was just like that. Prescott couldn't be stopped. He's on a tear this year. One of my MVP candidates for sure. What separates this yes, Cowboys? Sir. team? Yeah, yes, I sir. see the jersey. I see the yes, jersey. Yes, sir. What separates this Cowboys team from other contenders like an Arizona, an LA, potentially Tampa Bay, if they can figure things out? What separates this Dallas team from everyone else? Um, I think it's the offense. You can't stop this offense. I mean, knock on wood, but no one stopped <laughs> it so far. I mean, literally, except for Denver somehow. But like, literally, the defense could the defense could only pick one of the pass or the run. You could either stop the pass and you know, and then hope they just don't run it very well, or you could stop the run and hope we don't pass very well. I mean, with Dak and this receiving core, the passing game is always going to be there if the defense tries to stop the run. And if the, if they drop a ton of people in coverage and try to stop the pass game and let, and we're going to like, okay, we're going to let Zeke and Tony Pollard run, we'll run all over you. I mean, the, the offense is, is really looking pretty unstoppable. Like, I mean, a- Arizona has its moments. I mean, Kyler Murray is a, just a freak. He's so good. But, um, I mean, he, he does end up getting injured a little bit. I mean, he's literally missed the past two games. Um, so, I think – but, I mean, Arizona's definitely good. James Conner seems to be emerging, clearly. And, um, yeah, I just I just think our offense is kind of unstoppable. <laughs> what you got for us, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have – like, a lot of these top teams kind of – I don't want to say have a kind of one-dimensional offense, but – I'm sorry, like, the Rams are only passing the ball, and Matthew Stafford's only throwing the ball to Cooper Cup. Like, the Bucks, the Bucks have the ability. I think the Bucks have the potential to have a really good balanced offense like we do, but just because they have Tom Brady and Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin, they're not going to give the ball to, like, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones like they should at times. And the Cardinals, dude, the Cardinals, it's just air raid. Like, it's, it's Cliff Kingsbury, dude. He's not running that football. 
Yeah. <laughs> Unless Kyler Murray's out. If Kyler Murray's out, they'll run the football. But if Kyler Murray's there, he's throwing the ball 40 times a game. I'm sorry. So I think we, we differ in that. Also, I keep seeing this thing on Twitter. I keep seeing this photo on Twitter. Like, who has the best four court, like the best receiving cores? Like, it's not a competition. Like, we literally have the best. I'm sorry. Every, our, our top three wide receivers could be wide receiver ones. And our wide receiver four, like our wide receivers four and five would be like, would literally be the number two and threes. Like Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson, like they're, we have a group of dogs that can catch the football, bro. Some dogs for sure. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Like if I, Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup's a free agent at the end of the year. If he goes to like New England, that's wide receiver one. I don't and mind he's that. Be, he'd be a stud. He'd be a stud. So I don't, I don't mind Matt We're Jones keeping up, We're keeping we're keeping MG. We're keeping MG. <laughs> I need him. So, Nick, take me through what made you a fan for the Cowboys? Because I want to talk y'all's story, what happened, what started it, and what it means to you to be a Cowboys fan and have this legacy, this history behind you. Look, dog. so I will admit, I didn't really get into the NFL until, like, I would want to say I was, like, 15. Like, I was more into the NBA. And my dad has always been a Cowboys fan. And growing up in the military, like, I was born in San Antonio. And we moved back to San Antonio. Like, how old am I? We moved back to San Antonio six years ago. And then we moved back here. So it was just, like, growing up, being born in Texas and kind of developing my personality in Texas. Like, I did the – you got a choice. It was the Texans or – I could choose the 0-16 Texans or I could choose the Dallas Cowboys. I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry, bro. And now – I. Will admit, I get a little too much crap for being a cowboy. Yeah. I mean, look, I love it. It's a great time. Everyone, everyone you meet is a Cowboys fan. If you wear a Cowboys jersey anywhere and someone else is a Cowboys fan, you're getting something. Like you're getting some love from them, bro. Like it's a. It's everyone always says we we might be the worst fan base just because, you know, how about them Cowboys? But, but in reality, dude, it's a great fan base. I love to be a part of it. I love rooting for the team, except Dre Jones. Uh, it's a yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just I like I love it's the, it's a great it's a great team, great team. All right, Addison, you got the floor. Um, the reason I'm a Cowboys fan is from my dad. Um, I was I really started watching the NFL probably when I was like 12. So for probably about six years, I've been really watching the NFL. These past two years, I've watched it more intently than I ever have. But um. My, my dad is my dad. So my dad grew up in New York and he's a, he's a Mets fan. He's a Rangers fan and he's a, a Knicks fan. And then here come the Cowboys. He's a Cowboys fan. So when he was really young, he made a bet, a $1 bet with um, a friend of his who would win. And it was literally the white team or the blue team. And that get that game happened to be um, a Giants Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. So he bet on the white team and he won. And then, he won his $1 and he said that, you know, then he started to watch a little bit more and then he found out they were the Cowboys. And then he was like, I'm just going to be fan of the Cowboys. So I just, I really have adapted um, or ad- excuse me, adopted um, all of my dad's teams. That's his, right. who I'm fan of. Right. So. And now it's time for the lightning round. So this is, again, this is meant to be the fun, just like the more ridiculous answers would, if you will. So I'm going to start with you, Nick. What has been your favorite Cowboys game in recent memory? It can be a couple because I know it's hard to pinpoint one specific memory, but if you could pinpoint one or two, maybe games that just blew you away, let us know. 
Okay, so my favorite games recently, I will say 2016 and the divisional playoffs when it was Dak and Zeke's rookie year, because that was when I really started like getting into football, I will say. To watch a rookie Dak Prescott and rookie Zeke Elliott like, go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Of course, we lose because, you know, you leave Aaron Rodgers the slightest bit of time. He's going to make it work. But yeah. regardless, that was a great game to watch. And in the past year, I want to say probably the Atlanta game from last year, from 2020, coming back like 19 points in the fourth quarter, third quarter, and hitting the onside kick from Greg Zerling, that was a that was a pretty spectacular Cowboys game to watch. You should have known that it was a, a guaranteed win when you had it. Oh, like, yeah. If, if the Falcons facts. ever beat at halftime, you're winning the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Addison, what you got? Um. I, you know, I was trying to think of my favorite game. I, I really couldn't think of anything. And then Nick brought up that, that Atlanta game. And I was like, it's gotta be that. I mean, I, I remember I was, I watched every game last year and we literally go and, you know, we, the, the way we, we won that game, like when we recovered that onside kick, I absolutely lost my freaking mind. Like I was going crazy. Um, and then we ended up winning. So that's that's definitely got to be. I think I called you after uh, that game just because I was literally because I was losing my mind that we won that game. So that was that's definitely my favorite game as of recently. All right. So now I'm going to continue with you, Addison. We're going to go just back and forth, back and forth. Give me a player, a moment from your like experience watching the Cowboys that like maybe a catch or an interception or a hit that you're just like that will stick in my mind forever. Um. The first, uh, this is kind of, this is not really the biggest moment, but it it's a moment that will stick in my mind for a, for a long time, if not ever, the rest of my life. Um, back to the Minnesota game in, in twenty uh, last year, not this year, um, when Donovan Wilson, when Dalvin Cook caught a um, what are they a Texas route? He caught the Texas route, caught it out the backfield, and Donovan Wilson just came out and flew at him like a missile. And he hit him so hard and he dropped the ball. And I mean, that was just, that got me just so hyped up because I have, (laughs) I had, I hadn't even really, I really didn't even know Donovan Wilson that much. And then that, that game really put him on the, like put him on the scene. I think, I mean, he's still not very known play. He's been hurt this year, but I mean, he is, he is a hard hitting safety and he's, he is fun to watch. All right. All right. Nick, what you got? I know you got a fun answer. Okay, so 2019. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna set up a little story behind this. 2019, okay. we're in the door. I'm at this is when I was at College of Charleston before I did the you know the dropout season. You know, <laughs> I'm in I'm in I'm in my friend's dorm. I'm in my friend Hannah's dorm. We're sitting there watching the Cowboys Packers game, and you know we're starting to come back a little bit on the Packers. Like you know I I don't, I don't have my hopes up. We've been down all game. It's just like I'm just watching to watch at this point. I throw in the jersey in the trash six times. Like it's a it's a rough game. Dak Prescott throws a fade to Amari Cooper. I want to say, I want to say like a 30-yard fade to Amari Cooper. Coop has, you know, barely stays in, keeps running down the field. And then on the two-yard line, spins a dude off of him for the touchdown. When I tell you, I scream, spin as loud as possible. <laughs> there were complaints because of how loud I was screaming for that play. But that's probably <laughs> my favorite play, like, of the past, in recent in memory that I think right now I can think of right oh, now. that's great that's great now this next one might be a little <laughs> obvious now but 
is a Dak Wait, Prescott. I have, I have one more play. Can I tell it? I have one more other play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The same game, C.D. Lamb, insane catch. That one catch where he, like, is falling back, and then he turns his body. Oh, yeah. And catches it. I lost my yeah, mind. I've, so, I've seen that one Another before. play from that same game. So, yeah. All right. Now, this one might be a little obvious, but and I can see based off of your jersey, is that favorite player of yours on the Cowboys, and it can be all time, is that Dak Prescott, or is it somebody else? It's absolutely Dak Prescott. Absolutely. The way – the way I just love – Dak is so – Dak's – I think Dak's honestly underrated. I mean, he's just so good. And the way he handles himself off the field too – is is what makes me a big fan of his like I would probably say like Zeke is my second favorite player but there have always there has been times where Zeke like young earlier in his career where he's had a little off the field trouble you know and um but the way Dak just handles himself he's he's such a good leader and he's just such a great person I mean with his you know story his story is what I mean how good he is and his story is what makes him my favorite player yeah certainly easy to root for yes definitely if you hate Dak Prescott, you have something wrong with you because no, there's no <laughs> way you can hate Dak Prescott. Oh, boy. All right, Nick, what do you got? Uh, why are you asking this question? Because it's hard. Like, <laughs> it is hard. I, obviously, is hard. I, have the, I have the Zeke jersey, but it's like slowly, not even slowly, just like Dak is just overtaking him. Like, but I, if you just look at everything the dude's gone through, like in the past year alone, like, and now he's like he's he played great football last year. Is still playing great football this year. Suicide, and you're still an MVP. Like, dude, that literally folds some people like a lawn chair. And this dude is just taking the punches and rolled with it. So, like, I it, even though I have the Zeke jersey, I'm 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 on I'm with Addison here. Like, I gotta say, it's Dak right now, bro. Yeah, I got you. Close third though, CD Lamb. I love CD. CD. I love some CD Lamb. You you do love CD Lamb. It is it is uh, insane. Hey, we'll be rocking that jersey next. Hey, bro, it's coming. CD's it's nuts. Coming. CD's nuts. <laughs> it's a great fantasy team name, by the great, way. Great great fantasy team name. All right, now we're gonna move on to the more sad topics. Oh, I know. Most heartbreaking loss. Nick, start us off. Oh, this is a good one. Most heartbreaking loss. Oh my! Like I actually have to think about this. I, right. I don't I mind. I know. I know my. I don't my know. Heartbreaking loss. Uh, Addison, you go ahead. Then we'll let Nick think. Got to be 2016 Packer playoff game. Yeah. Got to be. It's got to be. I mean, I okay. So here, so like I, you know, of course we were 13 and three, number one seed, had the bye week. I mean, I, you know, and then Aaron Rodgers, man, just as Stephen A. Smith says, he's a bad man, and for him to drive all the way know. down the field and score and just that that was my definitely my most heartbreaking loss but so yeah i had to have hurt oh yeah i I have to agree with vinatelli like dude just that game in general like we're set up good like just leaving aaron Rodgers' time yeah i know why why is he he's a bad man So yeah, oh, 2016 yeah. divisional. That was that's probably the worst it's been in a while. Okay. I hope we don't have to play him in the playoffs this year. Oh my god, dude! I'm smoking that Rodgers pack if we do. <laughs> I'm, praying, I'm praying we don't have to play him until at least the NFC Championship. If we, make I it want there. the smoke. <laughs> I want the smoke, Addison. I, I want the smoke, Addison. I want Aaron Rodgers <laughs> in Dallas. 
All right, I'm gonna. This is a more serious question, then we'll move on to our final one, which should provoke provoke some debate. What does it mean to be America to be America's team? And this is like a. It's like it doesn't have to be like a deep seated question, but like, what does it mean to you? Like, what does America's team mean to you? And it, it can be either one of y'all to take it. This is called Nick, it's called Nick, being you go worldwide, ahead. as Mr. Worldwide, as he says, he calls himself. I honestly you think of, don't you like think America, you think team. Western, you think Cowboys. I will admit it sucks. There's, dude. I mean, I mean, people talk. Course, it's I, just there's so much yeah. pressure with it, like an added smack dog. Like, like the Patriots are America's team. They're the best. It's like, yeah, but look at the fan base, bro. Literally, everywhere. Like, you can't go to a football game. You can go to a football game that isn't even like the Cowboys playing, and there's going to be a Cowboys jersey there. Huh. I can. Yeah, I've like, seen a. I mean, Jerry World's like the center of the like NFL universe feels. Yeah, um, I personally don't like being America's team. <laughs> oh, um, because I just get—I mean, it, you know, it's it's fine, but like d- d- a lot comes with it. Like Nick was saying, there's just a lot of added pressure. I mean, like just the memes about uh, us <laughs> not winning any Super Bowls since 1995. Um, so I mean, like everyone loves whatever. to hate it's on America's whatever. team. Everyone loves to hate on America's team. I mean, that's sure. that, yeah. that it comes with it. All right. Final question before we go. Did Des Bryant catch it? The floor is yours. The floor is yours. I'm putting my hands up. Uh, no, he actually didn't catch it. Uh, no, 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 he didn't oh. catch it. Sorry. Sorry, NFL. No, I'm just oh. kidding. Of course he caught it, dude. NFL said it. He caught that. We would have won the Super Bowl that year. I don't care what anyone says. Again, against the Packers. Oh, yeah. Again, the Packers. Man, Dude, it's like it's a curse, honestly. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, I'm beating the Seahawks that year. Oh yeah, yeah, we are beating the Seahawks, and we're going to the Super Bowl. I guess um, who you're playing in that Super Bowl. We get we, fourth down. We're giving the ball to Marco Murray. I'm sorry, we're not giving it to. We're not. We're not throwing a little screen pass or whatever. At the goal line. Imagine. I, I just wish. Cowboys. I wish Des was like, would have just caught it and gone down. Like, did he have to reach for the goal line? Like, we would have been on the one-two yard line. We had like. The best O-line of football that year, like, by far. And we have DeMarco Murray, um, who was great that year. Like, we, like, come on. Just, just, you don't have to reach for it. Just, just go down and don't be selfish. Bringing back old yes. wounds. Yeah, it's hurting, okay? <laughs> it's hurting. Oh, man. Hey, Chris, I have a question for you, actually. Okay. Ooh. Turn the Did, yeah, you know, how about how about that helmet catch? Since we, since we want to talk about catches. Oh, yeah, baby. How about that? I don't, I don't, this is not the interview. <laughs> <laughs> this is not he the interview. He's oh, you, get, you can see the Pat's hat in the, the corner. But uh, we don't, we don't like to bring up old wounds. I mean, I kind of did with you guys, but uh, I'm yeah, the interview. Exactly. I'm the one we're just giving the interview. The we're just, we're, we're opening up old wounds for you, too. Yeah, I can I can see it now in Arizona. God. Oh, wait, no, I actually have another question for you, Grace. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did Nick Foles catch it? Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know why you're happy about that. It's the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. That's true. Oh, did it, did Nick Foles catch it? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I'll let them have it. They need That's they, they, they need, they the need something to look forward to for once. That was the worst Super Bowl, dude. Those are my two least favorite teams in the NFL. I know, bro. Who do you root for? Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I they're, <laughs> my, they're my least favorite team. 
and then there's the Patriots, and they're like they're second. Okay. I don't know. Oh. F- f- football team is kind of getting up there though. They're football they're just football. Football team is just annoying. All right, guys. Final question before we wrap up: Who will the Cowboys face in the Super Bowl, and why? Ooh. Nick Reed, you got it. Uh, <laughs> in the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, dude, dude the AFC is way too closely contested. I want to say I want to root for the Ravens just because I love Lamar Jackson. I've been a huge Lamar Jackson fan. I just don't think they're Lamar guy. Through. I I think it might be. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Chiefs again. Like everyone say, counting them out, but after what they just did to Vegas, I I think it I think it might be the Chiefs again. Mahomes looked different in that game. He was like actually taking checkdowns and everything. Yeah, I know. Like he, he was he threw the ball fifty times, dude. They need a I running mean, back. Well, hey, their their running back did me, did me good with thirty fantasy points. He had like ten catches, so he monster, dude. It was nuts. That yeah, was the running that was back that did that. Yes, that was crazy. Oh my god. Um, I gotta go AFC. AFC had a good game. Also did me good fantasy. Um, I gotta say AFC champion is probably gonna be. Uh, I got to go Bills right now. Oh, okay. okay. I would go Tennessee, but if they had Derrick yeah. Henry, I would definitely go Tennessee. Oh, but for sure. It's just, I don't know about a- AP and uh, 36-year-old AP and Jeremy McNichols and Deontay Foreman. I, I don't know. The, I, those three guys combined don't even come close to what Derrick Henry is. So yeah. I, I got to go Bills right now. Okay. All right. I like it. I, I'm, I'm looking hey, for a specific Josh answer. Allen's a fraud. Josh Allen's a fraud. I'm sorry. Oh, I think we need to have you guys on. Just he lost to, to the Jags. He lost to the Jags, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, dude, we lost to Teddy Bridgewater, bro. I don't care. <laughs> they're 0-8 <laughs> they're or whatever. No, they're not. They won a oh, game. Oh, boy. They're not yeah, the, the Jags are atrocious. The Jags won two games. They won two them. games? Slap it up for them. Yeah. Dude. I said yeah, they're whatever. So Let's they're go, halfway baby. there already. Oh. All right, guys, that will do it for our super fan series, Dallas Cowboys edition. I hope you guys enjoyed. You enjoyed this and more. Leave a five-star review. I have last word. I have a last word. Okay. Shout out Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn. Just saying. Okay. (laughs) So if you enjoyed this and And you want to shout out Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, leave a five-star review, subscribe on our YouTube channel, and be on the lookout for more. Guys, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. Stay safe and take care.